This podcast is listener supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. This is the Red Bull Rant podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show never ends. This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Ipico. I'm Pat McDonald, and this is episode 260, the GTS. Yeah, I think Truman went, went to uh, went to sleep because he's not here. He is not, no. He he, uh, he bailed on this this week. I think you're right to, to sleep. Don't we all need some sleep? Yeah, I mean, this is a good week to be asleep because we're not going to bed angry. Exactly, that's no. true. Never go to bed angry. It's not no. not a good thing. Not in the, not in the least. <laughs> so uh, why are we not go to bed angry? Because the Red Bulls bounced back from their Concacaf Champions disappointment with a three one win over Montreal. Uh, I think at some point, at least I thought that it was going to just go south because it was one. I think they scored second, right? We scored first. They scored. I'm like, oh shit! Where here comes the disappointment. And uh, thankfully, in the second half, uh, didn't happen. So, mm-hmm. good way to bounce back from Champions League. Uh, before we do our likes dislikes, we do have one tweet I'm going to read out real quick. Uh, it's from uh, Casey Jones at Grateful Shred23, who actually sent us an email last week. So, two weeks in a row, Casey, you're making it on the show. Uh, when asked about the game, he said, "What a novel idea! Starting your highest scoring striker and your new creative DP together." Imagine the possibilities. All snarkiness aside, it's exciting to see BWP and Kaku connecting to create and finish. Should be an exciting, sorry, should be an entertaining and hopefully effective combo. Uh, I think we could say that after this ninety minutes, that yeah, that seems to be the case. Yeah, so far so good. And uh, we actually got a few other tweets because I uh, piggybacked on our tweet and said, you know, kind of chastised our fans for not giving us positive tweets. And for some reason, they only copied me. They didn't copy oh, me. Oh, well, there you go. You want to read those out then? Since- yes. So we got one from uh, Tojo Kaspar Rock, Tan Solo. Uh, Kaku was solid. So there you go. Uh, which kind of piggybacks a little bit of what Casey Jones said. Uh, Sneaky Pete 115, he put out there. I had very mixed feelings after the first goal today. Obviously happy that they went ahead, but bittersweet that they can make things look so easy one day and so hard the next. So... There's there's the good old uh, Red Bull pessimism. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and then Jen, I think, you know, just, you know, liking to troll me a little bit. The weather was nice, which is true. It was very nice that day. Which... And, and I did not watch the game live, and I told you this. You, you, mm-hmm. you chastised me for not watching, but as I explained, you know, it was nice weather. I had to clean my garage. I had to take advantage. And I imagine for a lot of fans it was, you know, uh, good weekend in April, probably like Little League starting up kind of thing. I think everybody was cleaning their garage. Yeah. Based on the uh, attendance. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I'm not going to get the Red Bulls flack for attendance on this one because it's kind of a shitty time. And if it was like a 7 o'clock, I would, I would, would be a little more up in arms about attendance. Yeah. But Yeah, it's – I mean, yeah, 1 o'clock is a lousy time to um, – 
schedule game at Red Bull Arena. I don't think you're ever really going to do draw that well. But I mean, in the end, uh, I still think it's just our fan base sucks. It's simple as that, and uh, we just don't show up for things. I imagine it's going to be another uh, terrible attended uh, game this Saturday as well. I would not be shocked at all. No, we'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, but first, like and dislikes. So <clears throat> this time we're going to end on a happy note. Yay. Last week was the exception. So happy note. So uh, what did you dislike about this one? Well, we just kind of touched upon it. The attendance. The attendance is terrible. Um, you know, it, it's, it's it's always a shame to see. I mean, this team has been performed very well. So, I mean, I know sometimes – uh, fans kind of take their time to see how the Rebels are going to be during the season, and then they start showing up. Like, I, I do think attendance will get better. Um, I mean, if it's anything like years past, it most definitely will. Um, but, you know, it's a shame. You, you got a team that's uh, been scoring plenty of goals at home, doing very, very well at home, and um, nobody showed up. Um, it would be a little easier to argue that it was a sh- the CCL hangover, but – Considering we know how well attended that was by Red Bull fans, that's kind of a uh, a, a bum uh, rap there as well. So um, certainly disappointing to see. I mean, I, again, I'm optimistic that attendance will get better as the season goes on. Um, but I mean, you know, so, something's got to give. You know, people either got to start, start showing up or what. And I know some people say, "Well, who cares as long as you just win?" Uh, attendance means money, and if the team isn't making money. They're not going to stick around. They're not going to invest. So, attendance is important. Um, and, and winning should breed attendance, and it hasn't been. So, and it hasn't. I mean, I mean, there's we can. I suppose in the afterthoughts, we can unless we want to stick with it here. I mean, I personally think, and I think I've been saying this for a while, rebrand is the only thing that's going to get uh, switch things around. Is people just don't identify with the Red Bull brand. Uh, is the only team in the major sports named after a corporation. I guess the Ducks of Anaheim, I mean, they're sort of the Disney, or they were owned by Disney, and that was their um, their history there. But, I mean, we are the only corp, so, I mean, and then maybe there are plenty of pe- enough people that think it's just funny enough. And, uh, I mean, in terms of original teams that kind of floundered in tennis and eventually exploded, uh, Sported KC, uh, their tennis kind of took off with a new stadium. And a rebrand. So I really think the rebrand is the only thing, uh, you know, coupled with probably Newark eventually gentrifying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's that's the attendance. Well, I'm sure we'll keep bringing up attendance until it starts filling up at least 15-plus every game. Uh, and, I, you know, I know it was announced attendance was 15 this past week. But I mean, 15 actually showing up uh, and that good stuff. So, yes, yeah, dislike just that nobody was there to see it. Yeah, I uh- – I'm not sure, even with the rebound, I'm not really sure about attendance. I mean, when there were the Metro Stars, and granted, they weren't, you know, world beaters in their first few years, but when they were the Metro Stars playing in Giants Stadium, which you can argue had the history of Jets and Giants fans making it out there, um, they still couldn't, you know, reliably draw crowds. Uh, brand, yeah. brand aside, I mean, Newark, the stadium in Newark is arguably a easier stadium to get to than Giant Stadium was because back when they started playing Giant Stadium, there wasn't a lot of mass transit options yeah. like there is now. We, I, mean, I know we talked about that a lot last week, but mm-hmm. um, you know, New York City has seen some attendance issues too. Granted, their the eh, nothing, nothing game I'm talking about was, was a midweek game, but nothing you know, compared to us. No. They're drawing just fine. <laughs> but they're 
also in Yankee Stadium in the middle of the city, which is arguably easier and cheaper than getting out to Newark. So, yeah, I think really it's going to come down to, like you said, Newark gentrifying and or they just do a better job of getting, uh, at least in my opinion, ads into the New Jersey area. Like, Uh, hey, we have a team here. I've never been sold on the whole advertising thing. People know the Rebels are there. People who know me and barely know jack shit about soccer, they'll, they'll say to me, how are the Red Bulls doing? You know, uh, it, it has not that, it, uh, the advertising thing, people know the Red Bulls are there. And, and we've seen 25,000 people show up before. Uh, and I'm going to guess it's not the same 25,000 who just show up every time that stadium uh, sells out. So we know the fans are out there. They just don't want to come to Red Bull Arena for for whatever reason. Uh, and again, I, I think it has rebranding is the only thing I can think think of because I think they have tried everything else because there have been years where they've advertised and uh, still nobody shows up to the stadium. So I mean, it, it's it's just one of those, yeah. I, I, and I, I think, yeah, I mean, rebranding component uh, coupled with uh, gentrification, where you know a lot of people with disposable income now live in Newark. And it's a you know a ten minute Uber ride or you know two minute train ride whatever, um, yeah I think that's what it's going to take. Yeah. All right. So my dislike is going to be, and it's it's not really a dislike because I feel it's just bad luck. But Danny Royer, mm-hmm. I mean, at some point you got to convert one of your shots. Yeah, they did. Wait, he scored against Olympia, right? So I mean, it's. Uh... No, but I mean, he's like in this game. How many shots did he miss? Yeah. Like, well, he had the one that yeah, was off the bar. He had the one, bar. the one that got caught up in his feet. Yeah, and like, and the one that like just went wide in the yeah. second half. And it's just like, well, hopefully, I, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The Red Bulls' offense, at least at home this year, is doing well. Yeah, and part of that was the whole playing for CCL. You know playing or moving starters around a bit, but hopefully that game is not an actual sign of his progress. It's just a, just one bad game. Yeah. So it's not really a lot of flack. It's just, I, I can't find much wrong in this. Yeah. So. It's just, yeah, he'll, he'll get his goals. I mean, who knows? Maybe once that Kaku starts taking some pressure off, uh, he'll get back into the groove of things. Yeah. All right. So, uh, like, what did you like the most about this one? Uh, I mean, it was just another domineering, uh, you know, offensive performance. Uh, look, the, the offense is great. Uh, Kaku looks like he's fit in just nicely. I don't know what he learned over the course of three to four days that he wasn't able to understand uh, the previous Tuesday. Um, but it's, uh, hey, look, this team this team is uh, firing on all cylinders, um, getting the goals. Uh, BWP isn't slowing down. Um you know, and hopefully the bitter disappointment of the CCL loss will keep driving them forward. And we keep seeing more games like this, and who knows, maybe we'll see an MLS Cup. To be fair, I don't think they're built for that, but, you know, one can dream, and we'll see how the season goes. Yeah. Uh, their schedule, at least over the next month or so, looks relatively straightforward. There's like, look at the next six, like the, there's three that should be easily winnable. Mm-hmm. And that's Chicago, Colorado, Philly. Yeah, and I and I think they can give NYCFC a run, especially since they'll be at home. So yes, as long as this team stays healthy, I, I think we could see good things coming. Um, 
my leg, I guess I'll have to go Kaku too because, or not just Kaku, but the fact that all the starters played. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, that that's something that we haven't, outside of CCL, we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And we just need them to get reps in game situations together because that's how they're going to gel. Right. Um, it, playing CCL is great, but the, that was, you know, two weeks at a time, then you had a break. Then you're saving them for the next one. Mm. But you're not giving them the rep in between that you probably should have. So anyway, it's the fact that we get to play them, the starters, again and again and again, and just get them reps. So, right. uh, any afterthoughts? Uh, no, I mean it's you know it's just hope it keeps staying uh, the way it is. I mean both the defense and the offense are uh, playing rather well, um, and you know, like you said, you know as long as the team keeps playing together. Uh, the it should keep paying dividends and uh, should be continue to be enjoyable an enjoyable uh, product to watch. Uh, hopefully now fans will start coming to see that product uh, perform on the field. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to prediction standings. So all of us were right with the win, and all of us were exactly one goal off. Uh, I had two one win. You had three zero win. Truman had a four one win. There you go. So we were all a goal off in one way or another. Um, so we all get a point. Uh, Truman and I are still in first with three. Pat, you're in second. Sorry, third with two points. Mm-hmm. And uh, so before we preview Chicago, though, we do have a listener email. And I think it's kind of important considering what the question is. They talk right. before the preview. So Chris from Kingston, New York, writes in, and he says. With Kyle Duncan out for the season from a torn ACL, what should the Red Bulls do to cover the right back spot, especially since Amir Murillo will be away on World Cup duty from at least May 28th to June 28th? With rumors of former Academy Red Bull Matthew Ozalande coming in on loan from Manchester United having gone cold, who's the best candidate on the team? I think Connor Lee is needed to cover Kamar Lawrence's position in left back, so here's an idea. Convert Alex Mawil to right back. This was Jesse's pet, or this way Jesse's pet could have a job, but wouldn't be taking time away from more capable right midfielders like Flor. The I don't know why I can't have probably Florian Velo or Sean Davis. How well do you think Mobile could play at right back? Yeah, <laughs> I, I have the perfect example of why this would not work. Mm-hmm. Sal Zizo. Well, I think Sal Zizo would have even worked better than. This would. Uh, I'm not, yeah, I'm not too sold on Alex Mawil. Uh I mean, one thing about when Mario is gone, um, Kamar Lawrence will not be, so you're going to be able to get uh, Connellate over there at right back for those situations. Uh, worst case scenario, if you want to pull someone out of position, t- uh, Tyler Adams play, has played some right back. Um, you know, uh, yeah, I, I Alex Mawil at that position doesn't, yeah, I'm not feeling that one too much. Uh, I don't really see it happening. Uh, I, I think you have other better candidates for that position. And, you know, I, you could also see them pushing a center back out wide. They've done that before, too. Yeah, and I mean, that's not the best option, but it's probably what would happen mm-hmm. if they absolutely needed it. Uh, my only concern with Mawila right back is that he wouldn't have natural instinct of tracking back mm-hmm. to where he needs to be. 
Right. And that's not something that you can just learn right away. Right. So to throw him in as a right back and say, hey, you got to push up as a wing player, but pull back at the same mm-hmm. time is tough. And as much as he is a kind of a wing midfielder, he is he generally doesn't cross the ball in, which is what you're going to expect a right back to do. Mm-hmm. So you're at, you'd be asking him to do two things that he hasn't generally done for this team. Right. And to, and basically ask him to convert midseason is not an easy task. If Now, if you asked me this question at the end of the year and said, hey, by the beginning of the next year, he's transitioned, then maybe I'm on board. Because mm-hmm. now you're giving him a whole offseason to work on those mechanics that he needs to build up. Right. But to ask him within, a, you know, two, three weeks to all of a sudden transition from midfield to defense, it's something that he hasn't really done before, then it's not a viable option in my opinion. Yeah. If, if they don't put kind of late at that position now for when Mario goes to uh, the World Cup, um, you know, I, I would, my guess is they'd go back to the five-man back line and move uh, uh, Tyler Adams to that position where he played last year. So that that's my thought. And I think if I'm not mistaken, I'm looking up right now, I'm, I think the transfer window is still technically open. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it is, yeah. Uh, so, according to Wikipedia, it's May 8th. So, they have just over two weeks. So, if it really is an issue, they can probably find somebody. Yeah. And that and that's only for bringing somebody in from outside. There's always a possibility of finding some team in MLS and doing a trade. Right. So, there's options. And I'm pretty sure they have cap room to play with. Yeah. <laughs> it really comes down to it. Bring back Cristobal. You know, that's not necessarily a bad idea. So <laughs> It won't happen. No, it won't, but that's not necessarily a bad idea. Um, all right, so that brings us into the game against Chicago. That's coming up on Saturday, the 21st, 3.30 p.m. Uh, it'll be on Univision and probably Twitter. Uh, that game is at home, and we'll talk about it a little more later, but this this week the Red Bulls will be wearing a special jersey uh, made of recycled plastic from the ocean. Ooh. Yeah, the if you had if you saw that black jersey that you could buy f- a few weeks ago, that's the jersey that they'll be wearing. Mm. Save the Wales jersey. Yes, and we'll, we'll talk more about it because it's, it's a whole MLS thing. So we'll talk about that in the background. But anyway, uh, Truman, uh, sorry, before Truman's prediction, the uh, Chicago right now is has a one three one record uh, with zero one zero record away. So they played mostly home so far. Uh, minus two goal differential. Uh, that goal difference being mostly home since they've tied their only game on the road. Truman has already predicted a 2 nothing win. So, Pat, what do you think is going to happen on Saturday? Uh, I think this is going to be another – I mean, the way this offense is playing, I think it's going to be another uh, a slam. I mean, Chicago's been playing very poorly lately. Um, you know, they are second from the bottom and probably would be on the bottom if Toronto FC hadn't been in CCL up to this point. Um, you know, so I just think they're, they're cruising for a bruise in here. Uh, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with my same prediction as last week, three, nothing. I think they'll get another three goals. And, uh, I don't think, uh, Chicago has much of the offense to get on the board. So, uh, it should be another one. It's supposed to be in the sixties on Saturday. So if you have nothing to do, go to this game. Uh, I am on board with the Red Bulls offense, just dominating this game. I think it's, you you will see a goal from Chicago, but it will be more like a kind of garbage time constellation type goal. 
Uh, I'm going to go another 3-1 victory for the Red Bulls. Basically keep this uh, surprising home dominance so far in MLS on on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, actually, I'm not going to say any more, so I'll jinx it. <laughs> so, yeah, 3-1 is my prediction. And uh, as much as it pains me, I, I don't think we've lost to Dax McCarty yet. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't think we lost one last year, so. Yeah, I know we didn't lose last last year at home, but I don't know about away. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, moving on, New York Red Bulls 2. If you stayed around after the Montreal game, then you saw a lot of goals on Saturday because uh, they posted five, a 5 nothing shutout against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. So, man, if you stayed there, you saw eight goals from the home side. So that's pretty impressive hot and uh so new york's next match is uh this sunday the 22nd they will be visiting the la galaxy 2 8 30 p.m uh, eastern time if you want to watch i think it's on youtube uh sky blue fc unfortunately dropped their home opener one nothing to seattle rain uh they're in, back in action this saturday the 21st uh visiting the chicago red stars 8 p.m and i Last week we forgot to mention this until we got into the wrestling talk, so you may have may or may not have heard this. But uh, when we talked to Jen a few weeks ago from uh, Cloud Nine, she talked about maybe getting us a discount code for the game on May fifth, and uh, they have come through. So if you go to our Twitter page, uh, there is a tweet pinned to the top that has uh, the code, which is Red Bull Rant. The that is actually replying to another tweet that has the link that you want to use to buy the tickets. So click on that link. Uh, the discount code is to sit with Cloud9 for that game. So it's not, as far as we know, applicable to any other section of uh, that stadium. But come out, join Pat, Truman, and myself. We're going to join Cloud9 in the stands. And I and think it was $5 off for the ticket if you use the discount code Red Bull Rant. So, yeah. There you I got, go. I got my ticket. <laughs> I got to buy mine. And I'm also going to buy my Cloud9 membership just for that sweet scarf. There you go. All right. Uh, so time for Dumping Ground. Um, so I mentioned already the MLS – or the recycled plastic jerseys. So this week the red, or MLS is doing their version of going green kind of. Uh, if you visit the, web, the MLS soccer website right now, they actually have – their, you know, navigation bar is green with a greener goals um, link. Every team in MLS is wearing a jersey um, made from ocean, or plastic that was picked out of the ocean and recycled into cloth. So uh, kind of interesting. It appears that all the home teams are wearing a black jersey and all the away teams are wearing a white jersey. Um, and honestly, I for pretty much every team, it looks kind of cool seeing these jerseys. Uh, I kind of wish, I kind of wish I knew about this this jersey sale when it happened. Unfortunately, I think you told me in the chat or our little internal chat, but it was too late. Like they had already sold out. Like I would have bought it just because it looks really cool, the Red Bulls jersey. <clears throat> but the Red Bulls, we kind of wearing a black jersey this week with the white logo, so you won't have any red um, this week. And Chicago be wearing white because, of course, they can't have the same. Yeah. But so every team in MLS this week will have a jersey that was made from recycled plastic 
specifically uh, pulse in the ocean. So, so uh, you know, in in an effort to fight global warming, all I gotta say, MLS, is why has it got to be white versus black? Oh God, really? Why's got why? Huh? Well, you're just trying to drive more of a wedge in between the races. That's some bullshit, yo. I don't care. <laughs> um, so the 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 supporting. Everything is supporting parlay for the oceans to help uh, clean up the oceans from all that plastic that's out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, how, how are they supposed to get people from stop, to stop peeing in the ocean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's you know maybe they got to start like they, that's what they got to start fighting because I don't know about you, but it is way easier to just walk out about thirty feet and do my thing than go to the. <laughs> Back to the board, all the way back to the boardwalk and find a cabana. So, just saying. I, I have no words. Um, so next, uh, ESPN Plus, I mentioned this last week. Um, so it officially launched on April 12th. Uh, right now, if you want to still use MLS Live, you can up until next Tuesday, the 24th. At that point, it goes away if you were in the United States. So on the 24th, if you do not have ESPN Plus, you won't be able to watch out-of-market games. Uh, for ESPN Plus right now, it's four ninety-nine a month or $49 for the year. Unfortunately, it doesn't have their cable channels because, you know, money-grubbing whores and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, but at least if you're buying it for MLS, it makes a ton of sense. It's because it's a cheaper subscription than MLS Live was last year. Yeah, I got my... Uh... I got. I signed up this past week and got my free month. Yeah, I'm. I plan on signing up this weekend. Not that it will help me for this game, but mm-hmm. I'll, I'll have to see if they're gonna. Hopefully, I don't know if they they haven't announced anything like this, but hopefully they get the Fox Soccer and the Univision games on there at some point. Yeah, yeah that'd be nice. All right, and the last thing I have is the LAFC stadium is officially open. Uh, they. Apparently had a open practice, or at least a media practice, and there are fifty owners on a small stage for a photo op. Uh, the first game there will be the 29th uh, against Seattle. Nice. The, so that uh, one I'm tuning for. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, they sold out their season tickets, so it should be. It packed. wouldn't surprise me. It's, a, it's so it's a 22,000 seat stadium. I mean, from the pictures I saw, it looks pretty generic mm. in terms of the setup, but. I mean, it doesn't really matter. It's yeah. as long they have a stadium. Yeah, exactly. And, and more importantly, they have a stadium that's open before both DC and NYCFC. Yeah. Well, I mean, NYCFC's got their now Harlem Yards project project that's up for proposal. Well, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah. But, uh, and then DC. Well, yeah, whatever. It's DC politics is the problem. Yeah, D- DC is a swamp. Yeah. They can't. They can't determine how to spend their own money without Congress. So exactly. So, uh, so do you have anything for dumping ground? Yeah, I guess the last thing would be uh, TFC uh, really choked a big one. That's right. I meant to put that in there. Actually, they, they choked a big one this past week, Tuesday night against Chivas and CCL two one. Um, I got a TFC supporter mad at me because I tweeted that um, I said to be fair, you know. Michael Bradley and Josie Othor kind of know how to choke away a big game. And uh, some TFC fanboy, I guess, forgot that all about how we, we Americans feel about the two of them and thought it was a dig at TFC and just like, yeah, well, you don't have any cups. 
I'm like, all right, dude. Like, I'm rooting for you. Like, I, <laughs> I don't even know. So, if you're listening, TFC fanboy, it was a reference to the World Cup and not TFC. So, simmer down now. All right, just simmer down. Now you make me want to go get that sound for the soundboard. Simmer, yeah, simmer down now. Yeah. Chariot Harry. I wonder what she's up to. Hopefully it's not drugs. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she hasn't done much. She hasn't done much in Tetsunel. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Truman's not here, but he did give us a terrible team of the week. Uh, and he is picking the Philadelphia Union for the 2 nothing loss to Orlando. Uh, and he said along with that that his prediction of the Union uh, – let me get the exact wording here. Uh, prediction of the Union being the bottom of the East is starting to take shape. Mm. They're not there yet, but starting to take shape. Yeah, it's all coming to pl- going according to plan, according to him. <laughs> all right. So I know this is a really short episode. I mean, I think we're at maybe 27 minutes, at the, or 20, like half an hour at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's not you know too much to talk about. I mean, there's only two of us. It's only two of us. Uh, yeah, so it's it's fine. It's yeah. fine. Hey, it's a good week. That's how you can tell the length of our episode. I think seems to depend on how good of a week it is. Exactly. I mean, we are now the greatest team alive. So yeah, when we when we win MLS Cup, it's just going to be a two minute show, literally the intro, and then straight to the end, outro music. Yeah, they're not winning MLS Cup. But, yeah, you know, it, it'll be really fun And while they make us believe going into the playoffs Yeah, before ripping out our heart. <laughs> All right, so let's wrap this one up. Uh, help us by supporting the show. Go to patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Red Bull Rant. Throw a, all it takes is $1 a month to get some exclusive stuff. Uh, when we do... The double, the Red Bull Sky Blue double header on May fifth. We're gonna have some sort of ride along, I think. At this, we talked about. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, we have our April wrap up coming within the next two weeks, which we got to start planning out the the guests for that. Yes, we um, do. You know, there's, and as we get into the summer, there may be more exclusives. We don't know. Yeah. We haven't we haven't planned all this out. That's the, that's the beauty of Patreon is we can just do whatever we want. For the wrestling fans, we've got some pay-per-views coming up. Yeah, I don't know if we should do one for the, the greatest Royal Rumble ever. Yeah, I don't know. That'll be, I think we'll decide about five minutes after – or no, five seconds after we stop recording next week whether or not we preview the greatest Royal Rumble. Which would take place less than 12 hours after we end up – or actually just over 12 hours after we recorded anyway. So That's true. It's a good point. So <laughs> We might as well preview Backlash since I'm now going, so – yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, you can email us if you want to give us your opinion at redbullrant at gmail.com. If you'd rather call us and leave a voicemail, have your voice played on the show, 973-348-5329. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at PMACDA2 for Pat at The Truman for Truman. Subscribe to us via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast because no matter where I post it, they would probably take it anyway. Yes, indeed. Like aggregators and stuff. So, Yes. All right. Any last words before we get out of here? Uh, yeah. Let's uh, keep 
up the good pace and win this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, so I will say for Truman, since he's not here, win. I know it's not how he says it, but put oh, my own spin on it. Oh, man. If that's what it's going to be like, come back soon, Truman. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's only a week. Yeah. And hey, I think the bakery might be opening back up soon. So, oh, the vegan bakery. Here yeah. we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, for Pat and myself, this has been episode number 260 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in. And as always, go Red Bulls. Peace out and lates.